0: Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Kaffee for this beautiful morning. Now, today we're continuing through Hebrews and we're going to cover a controversial, I don't know if that's the word for it, but an interesting and maybe confusing verse. And then I want to tell you after we're done with this. I want to give you a little family update for those of you who love to stay up to date and maybe were wondering what happened to the podcast the last couple of days. I, you probably stopped wondering that because for the last two months or so, it's been hit or miss. I am working on making it very consistent for the rest of January. and So be praying for that uh, church planting and having four little kids. It can get kind of crazy. And so I thank you for your patience. But we're in Hebrews, and I want to hit this first. Hebrews chapter number 2, and we're going to look at verse number 10. And I think after I read it, you'll realize why I say it can be a little confusing. But listen to what it says. It says, For it became him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. I read that, and you know, our first thoughts are, Wait, 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 wait. How could Jesus be made perfect? I thought he already was perfect. And that's a great thought, and it's a normal question to have, especially as we think in our culture, in our language Well, But I want us to take a step back and see what was he actually meaning when he said these things. And I want to break down a couple words. The first word I want to see was became. And I think that's a word we don't say too often, but I think we kind of understand what he's trying to say. He's saying it was proper. It was, here's a fancy word, apropos, right? It was uh, uh, right for him. It was meat for him. I'm trying to think of other words. It was proper for him. Uh, to do this. it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. So let's look at perfect. When we think of perfect, oftentimes we think in a moral sense. We think if someone is perfect, that they're morally sinless. And when we look at Jesus, we can say, well, how could he be made perfect? I thought he already was completely sinless, and you would be right. Jesus was completely sinless. He didn't need to be made completely sinless, so that's not what it's referring to here. So what? what's another way we can think about this? Well, we could think, was Jesus incomplete as God? And that's obviously not what it's saying here. Jesus was completely God and completely human. So what is it saying? Well, if we take a step back and we read a few words before perfect— I think we can understand what what this verse is trying to get across to us. And it says, In bringing many sons to glory, look at this, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. It, It definitely is referring to Jesus, but it's referring to a specific role of Jesus. And that is Jesus as captain of their salvation. Jesus could not be captain of their salvation without sufferings. Sufferings is what made him the complete captain of their salvation. I hope that makes sense. When Jesus suffered on the cross, he died, was buried, and rose again on that third day. He is completely the captain of our salvation. There's no other work that needs to be done. He completed it, and that's why he said on the cross, It is finished. Tetelestai. And that's that same word for perfect. The word for perfect isn't tetelestai. It's a different form of the word, but it's teleo. And so we have the same type of word, which means to complete, but to reach the intended goal. And so he reached the goal. He became the captain of their salvation. He purchased Our freedom on the cross, as Isaiah 53 says, uh, by his wounds, we are healed. By his stripes, we are now made free. Friend, Jesus, he is now the complete captain of our salvation. I hope this makes sense. Uh, When we read it without the context, sometimes we can be confused and we can even think that it's uh, going against our core doctrine that Jesus was imperfect and then he had to become perfect. That's not what it's saying here. Jesus was sinless. Jesus was fully God. But Jesus became the perfect, complete captain of our salvation through his suffering on the cross, his burial and resurrection. I hope that makes sense. We're dealing with some, some very uh, uh, precious texts here. And so if you have questions on this, please email me. Uh, I love to get emails uh, about questions and things, and I do my best to respond as I can. But that is uh, Hebrews, I almost said Romans, Hebrews chapter 2, verse number 10. Tomorrow we'll jump right into verse number 11, and so I can't wait to see you there. Now, uh, regards of my family, last Wednesday we were driving to a meeting, and we are going to go talk with our team, our church planning team, about the vision for 2022 and our theme for the year, which is striving together. And as we were driving and about to get on the freeway to go to Medford, Oregon, uh, there were some people standing at a gas station with a sign. And that sign changed our lives. Uh, you might already know what it is, but the sign said, Free German Shepherd Puppies. And so my wife and I, we we looked at it and we thought, nah, no, nah, we got to get to the meeting. And we went right past it, right past the stop. There's only one more turn before we got on the freeway. And I looked at her and said, should we stop? And she said, okay, let's stop. So we took that turn and we made our way back to that gas station and looked at the little puppies. There were two left and one boy, one girl. Uh, Someone was interested in the girl. So we looked at the boy and, oh man, I was a sucker for that little puppy dog. And so we got him and went right to the pet store on our way to the meeting, picked up stuff, picked up a little doggy diapers and everything, man. I'm telling you, this dog was a little spoiled that first day. And so now we've got a little dog, so that means a lot less sleep. So I apologize if I misspoke today. Uh, not only do we have a four-month-old human infant, now we have a two-month-old dog that needs to get up throughout the night. And so be praying for us. That's why for the last few days there hasn't been a podcast. It's just been too crazy in our house. It's kind of settled down, getting into a good routine with the dog and the family. And so uh, it's an exciting journey. Be praying for us. I hope. that you guys have a great day though i pray you are encouraged i pray you've got a smile on your face and a song in your heart and i'll talk to you lord willing tomorrow